0: like yeah, uh, no. action news. And now your host, Mike Lonsberry. <laughs> 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 I'm totally gonna use that too. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of At the Diner, the flagship podcast of the GGR Pirate Radio Network. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am one of the hosts of this fantastic podcast. In fact, I'm also the editor in chief of our website. It is greatgeekrefuge.com. Check it out when you get a chance. Lots of great articles, lots of great podcasts, all sorts of media for you to enjoy. Joining me for this podcast, as always, I've got my two stalwart co-hosts. I've got MC Brooks. I've got James Rambo. Uh, we're jumping right in here because uh, we want to go over a couple of things uh, for this episode, mostly like trailers, but also like without going into detail because we're going to wait until the whole series is done on Book of Fet, uh, before we really, really delve into that. Uh, Plus, everybody hasn't seen it yet. So we're going to just do kind of some quick hitters and, like, some initial, like, thoughts that we have on the show. We're also going to talk about the Moon Knight trailer that came out because MC Brooks is a huge Moon Knight fan. So we'll give that its due. And then we'll also talk about the new Lord of the Rings series trailer as well. Uh, Let's start off with Moon Knight because, MC, I know that this is near and dear to your heart Um, as the biggest Moon Knight stan in the room. Give me your, your takes on this. Like how excited are you for this? Does this live up to your expectations? Is there anything that you're disappointed about with this?
1: Um, so I I would be embarrassed to admit how many times I've watched this trailer since it kind of, <laughs> kind of came out on on Monday. But it's 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 been a lot. And I will say, like, the trailer did a great job of quelling kind of my initial like one of my initial concerns about uh, about about the show which was, what was the tone they were going to take? Since we know that, you know, uh, Disney and Marvel have been very vocal about, uh, about the fact that they want to keep their streaming service family-friendly. So, like, keeping that in the back of your mind, you wonder, okay, well, Moon Knight is traditionally a kind of a, a pretty uh, violent character, to say the least. Like, you know, he, like, he used to brand his enemies... Just so they would know not to fuck with him. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> so like I I was a little worried, like, okay, how were like how are they going to handle it? Because I feel like uh if, if if they managed to get a tone kind of similar to like the Daredevil series, I feel like that would work. But I didn't I was not I was unsure how dark Disney was gonna want to go with this character. And I feel like this initial trailer just knocked it out the park. It's the entire trailer kind of messes with you because there are multiple points throughout when you are as a viewer unsure of who exactly is speaking. You're not sure if this is Mark, is this Stephen, is this Jake, or is this, you know, Moon Knight, which one of these, per- like who is speaking at different points. And there are even instances where you can hear, um, I- uh, Oscar Isaac's accent change mid sentence indicating that another part of the personality is taking over. So that that it, it, it makes it feel kind of unsettling at various points throughout the trailer. But I am I I'm beyond excited for uh, March 30th to come around. Um one because you know I, I, I don't have years in the game in the comics game so I'm still like very new to a lot of the comic history of Moon Knight, and I'm taking my time now, like going through several several of, of, of the runs. But I'm happy that the world at large is going to get an opportunity to get introduced to this character. Um, and you know, Moon Knight traditionally does uh, handle uh, he, he has an interesting rose gallery. Um <laughs> so you know, if, if if this potentially leads to more like kind of supernatural, you know, dark. Type stuff in the MCU. I'm here for it, so I'm excited for this.
2: Yeah, I, I am too, especially because um, one of the things that like is really cool, and you pointed this out to me, and I and I'm hoping that we get some of it in this new series. Is that like I didn't realize that he was Jewish, and I think that's kind of cool how they're they're contending with this because. If I remember correctly, the god that he represents is a, an Egyptian god, mm-hmm. and that's that's going to be really interesting. And I, and I hope that, that gets um, some depth, and I would love to see more about that. I think it'll be a really cool series. I'm really looking forward to it. Like, fucking anything Oscar Isaac does is, like, I'm in for, man. That dude can act his face off. Um, I'm super excited about it. I don't really know much about the character at all, other than, like, it's he's the avatar of the ancient egyptian god of the moon is that right yep yep yeah that's about yeah. all i know and 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 people who don't know shit about him say that he's uh the mcu's batman which is fucking false
1: yeah it's, he's yeah he's it's because in a, in a general sense it's like uh, uh, mark Spector did a lot of um um I was, I was, uh, contract work uh what's the word i'm looking yeah. for mercenary, mercenary work yeah he did he did a lot of mercenary uh mercenary work so, like, he ends up, like, kind of being rich. And in the same vein as Batman, kind of, like, all of his gadgets and whatnot are, are come from the fact that he has the money to afford to get them made. And and he also has stuff like the Moon Copter. <laughs> um, you know, like, stuff that his gadgets have moon in them. He has uh, a couple um, half moons that he... Um, or metal ones that he he throws in the same vein as um, like Batman uses the batarangs. So like on a on a, on a general level, like I can see how you can come to the conclusion, or how you can come to that conclusion. Oh, the other thing being that it's, it's very clear that both characters have uh, mental health stuff going on on some level. It's just in it's it, like. I, I get I get the comparison, but for me, if you're going to choose a Batman character, he's more akin to, like, Azrael, as opposed yeah. to Batman himself.
0: Even down to, like, the hood
2: and cave.
1: Yeah, exactly. And,
2: <laughs> like, yeah. Working and for religious re- a, re- a, religi- a religious Yeah, exactly. Figure. And yeah, the religious, yeah. Yeah, the religious yeah. aspects yeah. of it, too. Yeah, no, that's a, a good point. And Azrael and Batman are linked inexplicably anyways because of the whole Nightfall stuff from when yeah. Bane broke his back. So, I mean, like, it makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. And-
1: and when Azra and, and the thing and, and the the other comparison, Moon Knight is traditionally a super violent character who like he like he doesn't give a fuck about killing you. That was Azrael's whole ordeal, and part of the reason Bruce wanted to come out of retirement. So he was like, oh no, no, like you can't be Batman, and you, you know you're you're like literally doing the absolute most right now. Yeah, like you know you like you don't need to dangle a pickpocket off a bridge and you know and hang him to death. You know, yeah. like it's, it's like that level of force is not necessary. So, like Ties the level of
2: peacemaker and vigilante, yeah, like same yeah. thing. Yeah.
1: So, like the level of violence that Azrael, because because Azrael is he's a very skilled fighter, and even Batman himself admitted at one point that he might even be a better fighter than him, in uh, in terms of the 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 different styles of fighting that he has. But it's just yeah. the fact that you know he you know Azrael is a little unhinged, and again he is more prone to violence than doesn't care about like what he has to do to make sure that he is getting rid of his enemies (laughs) to say the least. So like for me, that makes it much more, he's more, that is a better comparison for Moon Knight than Batman himself. I, I, I I don't even know who the Marvel equivalent of Batman would
2: even be. I still think it's Iron Man. I think Iron Man's DC is MCU's Batman. I think there's something to that. I mean,
0: like the, the literal answer is Nighthawk.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 The,
0: the, the like the direct one to one because Nighthawk is based on Batman. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, Moon Knight is Batman turned to 11. Like, everything about him is much more extreme. Um, including, like, his mania, the way he, yeah, his, his level of violence, like, all that shit. So people talking about, like, it's like the, the, you know, it's such a one-to-one. It's 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 up there with you know, Aquaman sucks. Like, okay, I'm great. You, it's great that you read an opinion someone else had, and shared it. But like, you know, come the fuck on.
2: <laughs> Brie Larson was mean to other people. Yeah, yeah, we <sighs> know, we know. It's on the internet and you can read it. Great job. Um, what about yeah, Rambo? What about you, man? What do you think about uh, the Moon Knight stuff so far?
0: I think it was great. Um, I'll echo every sentiment that that MC had. Um. I think it's really interesting to start with um, to, you know, for, to use a character that has DID and to start with one of the, like w- with a personality that's not the primary is really interesting. Um, mm-hmm. It's a, it's a great one. It's a great, it's a very clever way to sidestep a lot of the, um, the, the more like abhorrent violence and things um because you get to uh, uh have a lot of that stuff be like afterthought like it, it, it's happened off screen somewhere it's kind of a cheat but it's also a pretty clever one um it's also a really good way to be able to introduce all the information about the character um without it being a straight-up origin story because yeah. Stephen is learning as much about mark specter moon knight as we are yeah. and at the same pace um wait what's
1: the character
2: sorry. that he's playing like i knew i knew mark Spector is moon knight um, but what's the other um identity steven steven, he, is the he, yeah, Steve, the steven grant
1: yeah the, steven the, grant. the british one
2: yeah
0: um and actually like mc's gonna know more about that than i do because he's he's you're a bigger moon knight devotee than i am um like I, I i mean it makes total sense that he is but i didn't know that steven was an actual proper uh personality um in the in the comics um But uh, yeah, it's really the the fact that like the way Mark uh puts on the costume is like a magical girl transformation. It's wonderful.
2: (laughs) Um, Oh yeah, there's been so many like Moon Knight slash um, Sailor Moon matchups
0: that I've seen. I mean, that's yeah, just works. And it's so I'm I'm so fucking dense sometimes. Like I kept seeing, like I saw that still. And then I saw the 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 comparison of Sailor Moon, and I was like, oh yeah, it makes a little sense because like you know, um, transformation shit. And it didn't even occur to me in the moment. It was like, yeah, Moon, dumbass. I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> that is a thing, isn't it?
1: Um,
0: I think like the 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 choice for the costume. My only gripe with the costume is I wish there was a little more contrast on it. I wish there was a little more dark spots in places. Yeah, yeah, that's uh-uh. the same
2: thing I was thinking too. It's very white.
0: Which like you know, MC, you sent that uh, that promo art um, from Amazon in the uh, in the chat, and that has some black in it, and that looks so much better. Yeah, um, just that that's, that little application of a couple of dark spots. Like you need that contrast, to make things
1: pop. That, uh-huh. Honestly, that's that's been the one thing. You're not alone in that. I've seen a lot of people say uh, they wish they had done it to at least like the mask area or yeah. like in the hood area. So like because uh moon knight traditionally like uh like he has he has the all white costume but there are variants where you, where he is where the white is just the armor and the hood part and he's wearing black in the face yeah. area and on his arm his arms and legs and i thought that would have been like the like if they had done a version of that or maybe like included some aspects of that it would have it would work a little bit better um, yeah, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't dislike. It. I, I love the costume. I think. Oh yeah, I, I mean the, these are the mummy wraps. Like that's yeah. fucking brilliant. That's fucking. That, that is a application.
2: It looks really, really um, fucking cool. Yeah.
1: Well, and like, so there's that scene
0: in the trailer where he's just beating the dog shit out of something. Yeah. And I assumed it was like a werewolf or a vampire or something. And somebody was talking about that and said he's beating the shit out of Anubis. Yeah. Oh uh, but, yes, I did see. Oh. That. Yeah, no that makes total sense.
1: Because the te- the teaser the teaser that we got um in uh, Disney Plus day last year, um they had edited out the the head of whoever he was beating up. So we didn't actually see it in the original in the original trailer. The one that we ju- that just came out on Monday actually showed the entirety of the of that character in the shot. And that also um it it makes sense because of um who um Ethan Hawke's character who's apparently a, de- a like a very deep cut from from the from the Moon Knight comics he he was like uh he was in like the second run of Moon Knight back in the 60s or uh, excuse me in the 70s um and that character being an avatar for like the the sun god who is the father of anubis i believe i'm i, I don't remember my egyptian Ra? yeah yeah I, I don't i don't remember my um my egyptian uh mythology all that all that well right now but there's a there there is a precedent there there's a connection um for that t- not only between uh it being anubis but if ethan hogg's character is playing like um uh like the avatar for the sun god um who I forget his vil, the the villain name, but who basically it actually might just be Sun God, I, I think. Um, but if if that's who the character um, that he's playing is, then there's a pre- there's a connection there between who Moon Knight is beating up, because it seems like like he's beat like that that scene is also taking place perhaps in maybe like the bathroom area of that museum that he's in that we see him in Could very at well several be, points. Yeah. 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 Um, and, it, and it could also be a hallucination for all we know. Yep. That's also no, I agree. Part, that it's also a big part of the Moon Knight character is 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 that that there uh, there's an entire comic run where he completely hallucinates an entire team up with Wolverine, uh, Spider-Man and Captain America. Mm-hmm. Uh because oh, he developed, he he developed uh he developed new personalities based on his interactions with them. And he had hallucinated an entire team up where he himself had to go save them, where he thought they were doing like some covert mission. They had kidnapped, and then he had to save them. And then in like the final panels, you know, he actually run. He actually runs into Captain America and says something to him. And Steve is like,
2: "Huh? What, what the hell are I'm you talking, talking about, man? <laughs> That's crazy, dude. Like, yeah, okay.
1: Which, yeah. which, 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 which also for me adds to the intrigue of this show because like, yeah, it, it, it's gonna." I've, I feel like it, it could they could very well do a thing of us as the viewer not really knowing how much of the things we see are things that are actually happening or if they're things that one of the personalities has hallucinated.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, all, all of this culminates in this is a great comic run. If you guys are not reading it, go check out the current. Oh, oh yeah. Tonight. The current
1: comic run is yeah. fucking fantastic.
2: Yeah. My
1: goodness. It is. Yeah.
2: It is wonderful. But also too, just like this looks like this is gonna be a dope series too. Um, let's pivot. I, I know I don't think anybody is a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Like I, I like it enough. I'm not a like a giant fan. I mean, it's cool. Like I'm looking forward to the series though, because it, like if you've ever watched Fellowship of the Ring, in the beginning of Fellowship of the Ring, they tease what's gonna be the mo- the series of like all the rings of power, and like. I think it's dope. I think it'll be a good, a good series. I think it'll be fun. Um, not only that, we get to see that giant battle of Mordor. That is the beginning of that movie. So that'll be pretty, pretty friggin' sweet too. So uh, anybody else have any uh, input on that one?
0: Yeah. yeah I there's mean, not really much to say about it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: I, I mean, I, I don't know
1: anything about Lord of the Rings. I've, I've never seen any of the movies um, yeah. or read the books. I haven't seen the Hobbit series uh, or uh, film either. But I know a lot of folks who are very much into it and this trailer is very short. It's only a minute and I have no context for anything <laughs> in yeah. it. But it does There's... look very nice. Yeah. It does look kind of cool. So it has kind of piqued my interest on a general level. Like, okay, maybe maybe I should go, you know, watch the movies and see if I can kind of get to a point where maybe I can understand What's yeah. going on in here? Because this uh, this could be something I felt like I might want to check out at some point.
2: Yeah, I mean I, I love the Peter Jackson uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy. I I feel like it's worth watching, but that's just me. So, um, Rambo, same thing. Like there really wasn't much. It was just like, all right, cool. Yeah, and yeah. I mean like it, it's it is
0: very much a teaser. Um, yeah. I'm curious to see some of the the uh, the origins of various things and yeah i i mean i want it to be good i want like with all things i I want it to be good um i want it to be engaging and interesting um it looked nifty
1: yeah (laughs) there's
0: there's not you know it's dialogue we've heard before it's um it's a visual that is appealing but doesn't actually tell us anything um i know amazon's spending a lot of fucking money Oh, on yeah. the show so Have
2: a lot you of know for so their own them. for their own interests i hope it's
0: good yeah um yeah but uh yeah I don't know. I'm, I'm i'm down but i'm not a
2: uh, am not super hyped about it yeah i can that, yeah. that makes sense i'm not gonna go out of my way for it basically <laughs> but yeah like yeah i'll watch it maybe if i feel like it yeah
1: so I know we're about to get out of here, but I
2: yeah
1: um can we touch on the Godzilla thing because I just read the, the yeah, synopsis ahead. of this show and it' kind of, it's, it sounds it sounds interesting. I have not seen any of the recent Godzilla or King Kong films. Neither
2: have I and I feel like
1: I should i've I've heard that they're a lot of fun. um i, I but I, I haven't seen any of them. So here's what the so here's what basically what they've said because there isn't a lot of information about this Godzilla series. Yeah. Um, but it, it's not only just uh Godzilla, but it's also a kaiju series as well. Um so this still untitled show is set to is set after a battle between Godzilla and other titans reveals new information linking the monsters attacks to a secretive organization called Monarch. If you haven't kept up with the monsterverse Monarch made an appearance in a number of recent Godzilla and King Kong movies. Dating back to 2014's Godzilla, with Monarch typically serving as the multinational organization overseeing the research and tracking of MUTOs, massive unidentified terrestrial organisms. And yeah, that's that's basically kind of all we know. That they're, they're they, they plan to expand the monsterverse, but they have there's nothing as far as cast. We do have we do have uh, showrunners. And people attached to it and these are two names that i think you both will find very interesting uh the showrunner uh, is chris black who uh, was involved with star trek enterprise and huh. Matt for and matt fraction who is best known for oh, the shit. hawkeye Com- the hawkeye comic series oh shit 2012 run yeah
0: I'm moving into tv Huh. all right okay as i'll say the, the first guy you, you mentioned didn't really do much for me.
2: Yeah, you're like uh, Enterprise. You're like, the, like the weakest
0: was, of all of the Star Trek series. Hey, I, you I know. don't.
1: You know, I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. In retrospect, you said that like you're like yeah, and we're both
2: like oh. No, okay. it's, it's it's funny. It's when, because you're not a huge Star Trek fan, MC. It makes it even funnier too. It's like when you're it's like um, when your mom knows that you really like. Something, I don't know. Let's say Star, Star Wars or something like that. And then she's like, I got you something because I know you love the Star Trek. And you're like, ah, oh, um, it's, like. It's the
0: it's it's the episode of The Simpsons where Bart steals the game. Oh, yeah. And Bart gets in the Lee Trevino putting Lee, challenge. Lee, Car, Lee Carvalho's putting Lee challenge.
2: <laughs> oh, you have. You Yay! have shot. You have shot into the park. You have shot into the parking <laughs> lot. <laughs> oh man. Um. Let's um. Let's end on Book of Fett. Um. Just some quick hitters on this, real quick, because I know MC, You haven't watched any of it yet. I
1: mean, you haven't. started, I haven't gotten to
2: it yet. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of talk on the internet about this. Sh- about. Like, basically hate for this show. Oh, it's ruined the character. It's ruined the character. We are, First off, we're not going to give any spoilers about it. I've watched all of it. Rambo, are you all caught up? I am. Um, also, one of my favorite things that Rambo and I have been doing is we are just creating new names for the series. Like, using the word book and then, like, Boba Fett. And it's, like, been, become Roberto or Bob. Or, like, we just it, – it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really stupid, but we're having a lot of fun with it. Um, I got to say, like, I'm really enjoying it so far. There have been a couple of things that are kind of goofy – at one point, um, there was a very – like, and I've made the reference before that Star Wars, um, Rise of Skywalker felt like somebody just playing with a bunch of action figures. There's a scene <laughs> in one of the episodes where Boba Fett – basically they're talking about an animal. Um, and I, I can't give it away because it's a really, really good thing. But they're talking about a famous animal in Star Wars and him being – like he just looks at the person and he's like, I want to ride it. And you're just like, the fuck? <laughs> Why would he need to do that? Like that's – all right, well, whatever. You know, cool. It'll be fun. It'll be a great visual. Like, what's well, that happened.
0: I, I I will say in that scene, yeah, he just learned that there was a there's there a legend about a group of of yeah, characters yes. that did ride them.
2: Yes. So he's like, yeah. oh shit, me. Yeah. I want to do that. It was just it was cool because it, it literally was just like it was such a kid thing to do. I I'm gonna put I, I, I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, exactly. I want to do this, and we're gonna do it. Um, uh, can, can I I can I can put tacos on the pizza? Really? Sweet. Let's do it. Yeah. But
1: it's.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No one's going to. You're not going to stop me from doing this. Okay. Because I'm going to do it. I've enjoyed the series. I like that they're adding more depth to this character. I like that he's not this blank slate that. People get to project all their cool badassery on like he was from the original trilogy because MC mentioned it off offline when we were talking about it. Like all these people are upset that this quote unquote isn't the Boba Fett they grew up knowing and loving. Boba Fett had six minutes of total screen time in the original fuck three the Star books. Wars. Yeah, the books. Yeah, fuck the books. Fuck Didn't the books. Shit. Fuck the comics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. that I've I've really enjoyed it the there's actual motivation there for why he's doing what he's doing you get to see some great like they've they've answered some questions that a lot of people have had for a very very long time which honestly for a while i was like you don't really need to answer these questions man who fucking cares but like they've answered them i'm like oh okay well now i care great job um it's fun. They're adding nuance. They're adding a lot of depth to this. Like and they're making it a completely different series. This is not Mandalorian version 2.0. Like they are doing some stuff. Okay, that was gonna, that was
1: going to be my question. Yeah. Like to, like how it compares to to that show.
2: Completely different. And honestly, like if like if you were going to take Boba Fett and put him into Mando's role, right? That series still works, right? But now what we've learned about Boba Fett, you wouldn't be able to do the inverse. Like, this is a completely unique, a completely different style of story. They're doing completely different things. Whereas, like, Mando is a Western. Boba Fett is a mafia movie. It's almost like Star Wars' version of The Godfather. Oh, I can see that. yeah. It's and honestly like I don't really give a shit what anybody says uh, about it because everybody who has said something negative about it has been like wrong pretty much across the board like and th- and that sounds like oh well that's just your opinion like everything that they've said about it like one guy said this is the worst Star Wars thing that they've ever done and I was like wow you haven't watched Star Wars then because there's so yeah, much Yeah than- yeah man yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, are, there are a couple movies yeah. And there are
0: uh, yeah. some holiday specials um, yeah, and so, there are <laughs> yeah.
2: some Yeah, – just like – Jesus. Yeah. Exactly. The hey, again, it's the, it's, the, it's the hyperbole of needing to get clicks for your articles and it's just sad because like I feel like nobody goes into this. And it's the same thing that MC talks about. It's the same thing that you talk about, Rambo. You don't need to hate watch shit. If you don't like it, don't fucking watch it. Just don't watch them. Yeah and like yeah. it's been it's been fun it's been entertaining like there've been so many great callbacks to shit like it's been a ton of fun and they're adding new characters as well that are super fun like but that's the thing with star wars man is they'll take one character that gets five minutes of screen time and now everybody is just like losing their shit over them and there's one of those characters in this series already that people are people fall in love with these tiny little like ancillary characters on a regular basis in star wars i don't know what everybody's obsession with that is but like once you watch the (laughs) series rambo i think you know who i'm talking about like um He's a he's of the same race of a famous character, but he yeah. Uh, I think
0: oh oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I know yeah 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 I mean he just looks cool as shit he does he does look <laughs> cool as shit and he's
2: and he's like a he's like a polar opposite of the of the famous character as is, far as it's, personality it's, goes.
0: It's very classic Star Wars in that there's a character. Well, you know what it is? It's Boba Fett. It is a character yeah. that we know nothing about that we that looks really interesting that has little to no dialogue and is on screen and off screen is on screen for like five minutes total between the four episodes like yeah. it's both with that so, like like, like, in, like to a tea.
2: yeah a hundred percent. Yeah, that's a really good point. I, I was—I started thinking that as soon as I said it, and then yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly what it is. Um, at any at any rate, like that's that's enough for this. We'll we'll talk about it more in depth as we finish the series uh, and once MC gets all caught up on it. But uh, I, I'm enjoying the shit out of it. I, I really am, and it, I don't honestly I don't like it as much as I like man uh, the Mandalorian, but I'm still enjoying it. It's still good stuff. So that's how I feel about it. Let's say you, Mister uh, Mister Rambo.
0: I don't dislike
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> James Rambo of GGR says I don't hate it. <laughs> I think that it's certainly a TV series.
0: I think that the things that work work very well. I think one of its biggest failings is that there's nothing but straight men, and I don't mean. From like, a, like a, a a sexual perspective. Oh. One of the things that works so well about The Mandalorian is you have Mando as the straight man and you have Baby Yoda and he is the, the, the Costello to Mando's abbot. Yeah. You have him going around fucking shit up and Mando has to deal with it. Mando has to deal with being like badass stoic figure while basically fucking babysitting, like yeah. like while dealing with his fucking infant <laughs> son. um, It's a lone wolf and cub thing. And my biggest problem with the show is that Boba and Fennec and... Like, like they're the two major characters we're following, and they're both straight they're men. Bad-
2: they're both stoic badasses. They're
0: yeah. both stoic badasses. And, like,
2: I... <sighs> Honestly, think, man, that's that's the best critique I've heard of this so far. Everything else has just been nonsense, but you're, that's the best critique I've heard so far.
0: I, I think the flashbacks have been more engaging than the present story. <laughs> yeah. I think okay. that um, visually, I think the show overall looks really good, um, but I do think that the introduction of the mods is such an extreme break from from what we are used to visually in Star Wars that it's it's funny from a a design standpoint, it makes sense if you want to really showcase your characters. You really want them to stand out because they are bright colors and modern looking outfits. But the thing about Star Wars, particularly with, with like with Tatooine, is everything is fucking filthy. Everything is dirty and grimy, and when you look at those characters, like how much time do they spend polishing their bikes? <laughs> how much time do they spend keeping those clothes clean? Um. And, and that's sort another of thing, like, usually when we see, like, brighter colors or, like, you know, particularly well-tailored things, it's all the rich people. But those characters are introduced, and the whole their whole kind of dictum is, like, they don't have any money, they're poor, they're broke, they have no work. Well, then how are they able to get these modifications? How are they able to, um, to, to look as good as they do all the
2: time? Yeah, that's like, also... Another really good point I haven't even thought about, yeah.
0: I mean, that's the thing. Like, I'm not here to be like, it's fucking stupid. It, like, that's that, that doesn't help anybody. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's bad. I think that so far every other episode has been better than the previous one. And what I mean by that is I think episodes two and four are better than episodes one and three. Um, but I do... It's 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 a six episode series, right? Or a six episode season? I figured it was eight, but I mean, I'm not sure. I f- I fucking hope it's eight because if it's six, like it already feels like we've got filler. And for something so short, like let's move, let's get the fucking show on the road, man. Like we got shit to do. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I don't it think is it's I thought... Actually, it is six
1: episodes. I see seven, seven,
0: seven okay. episodes. And, yeah. All right, split, yeah. All right, split the difference. Yeah. Um, like I said, I don't think it's bad. I think the things that work that do work really well. Um, I feel like Tamora Morrison is not giving a bad performance, but he is giving a flat performance, yeah. and I I don't know how much of that is him, and I don't know how much of that is the writing, because. So for the longest time, we've known Boba Fett is like you know the the, the coolest thing about that character is like he's he's mysterious and he's just like fucking badass like. Han Solo was so cool and shit. And he got taken out by this dude who shows up in this cool looking armor. Um, Then he shows up in the Mandalorian and he is fucking shit up left and right. And in this, it feels like he's just sort of like resigned to whatever's going on. Like he's super agreeable and he's, you know, he's not looking to make waves for anybody. And I'm like, all right, well, like Mando would fucking shoot people in the face. Like, he would tell you he was gonna. Yeah. He'd let, you know, I can bring you in warm or I can bring you in cold. I, I think don't, we don't really get... I don't know. I, I feel like there's not much of a character there. Like, there, I, there's, there's less defining him at the moment.
2: I will say, though, one of the things that I read, one of the critiques that I read that was really, really dead on is, like... And, again, I don't want to give spoilers away for this. So, you know, and we'll probably circle back on this uh, in future episodes. But, like... You're seeing a character change because of his experiences. Sure. The the experience in the Sarlacc pit and then what happens after with how he is integrated into a group. Again, not going to name names here because we don't want to spoil it. But like that he has changed because of that experience. But the problem is, is we didn't know enough about pre Boba. Yes. All we got was that six minutes of screen time. So we have to extrapolate an entire persona of what he was like before without actually knowing. So that's kind of unfair, not unfair, but it's like, it's not, and it's not bad writing. Like you're, you're making this character change because of his experiences. Now he wants a tribe. He wants a family, whether it be a crime family or not, like this is what he wants. And like, Honestly, the other thing that I'm disappointed in a little bit is he gets his ass kicked a lot in this show.
0: <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> but, like,
2: I'm, again, too, like, that kind of ties together with his dad. Because if you think about Django Fett, Django Fett got his ass handed to him a bunch of times. In fact, so much so that Mace Windu chopped his head off. So, like, it's not unrealistic. But, again, too, the six minutes of the screen time that this asshole got before he was the baddest of badasses. So... I do we'll, we'll see. And, I, and honestly, what he did in Mando, it, he kicked ass in Mandalorian. Yeah.
0: I, I think a lot of what I'm, what I'm kind of taking issue with is the same kind of issues I had with Ward in Agents of the S.H.I.E.L.D., which is Ward is very good at his job, not because we've seen him be, but because we've heard that he is. Yeah. And it's not fair to say that's a one-to-one with Boba Fett, because we've seen him be cool. I, I, but you made a really good point, which was that it, it, a lot of this is him seeking out family, and that does recontextualize what's going on in the in the present storyline. Um, I, I guess the problem is like there's there's not enough happening. Like when he's when he's I don't know. I, I'm hoping that we get him pushed for, far enough that he's he's willing to properly be like, all right, you don't wanna work with me, then I'm gonna fucking destroy you.
2: Yeah. That's kind and of I, what I'm
0: hoping for too. That's that's really what I what we need and that's really the kind of thing like because I'm down for something like unforgiven only works because at the end William Money goes back to being a monster. Yeah. And I'm, you know, if, if that's what we end up getting, that would be really cool. And that would make, yeah. uh, that, would, that would kind of uh, uh, absolve a lot of what's
2: happened so far. We did get a, a little bit of that, though, because once he got his shit back and he very easily could have just taken off a of Tatooine and been like, peace, I'm yeah. gone. He was like, hang on, there's just one more thing I gotta gotta take care of.
1: And that's he find, true.
2: and he just, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, thank you. He just did it, th- he did a thing, and it was a lot, so yeah, um, I'm not wrong. I, I, but again, flashback,
0: all the flashbacks have been way more engaging yeah. than what's happening in the present. And I'm
2: hoping that we get more of that kind of energy, yeah, in the present storyline. we well, you also got to think, though, too, man, the last three episodes of the season they're not gonna have any flashbacks because we're all caught up, seemingly, yes, which, which also kind of like kind of makes me nervous.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> like we need more shit to happen like do yeah. stuff and like fennec shand is a cool fucking character and i'll watch me now when read the goddamn phone book like that woman could read me my own fucking obituary um do shit <laughs> like, yeah i need a little bit And, more. and we, we keep getting little little like you know fucking appetizers here and there like oh and then this happened she did this thing that was that was fucking slick and they're like Okay. You know, the little tastes of things, and I'm like, I want a fucking meal. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. So yeah, I, I hear it, you it, it's why I say I it, I don't think it's bad, but I do think that it it there are things worth critiquing, and I think a lot of the people who are reacting negatively to it
2: aren't willing to take the time to consider what it is they don't like about it. Yeah. Ah, here I'll give you one. One uh, here's a big difference. Okay, with the Mandalorian. That was like appointment television for me. As soon as I woke up Wednesday morning, I was watching that shit. Sure. With Book of Fett. I will get to it. That that should tell you everything you need to know. I'm not going out of my way to make sure that I have to watch this. I yes. did that with most of the Marvel series, Hawkeye as soon as that came out, uh WandaVision, uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I was making sure that I was ready to watch that when that was out. With this one, I've been like, eh, I'll get to it on Thursday, maybe on Friday. Yeah, no big deal. I'm not in a rush. That means that, like, it's been interesting enough to keep watching, but not so much that I am, like... Like, honestly, Peacemaker, I can't wait for the next episode for that. Yeah. So that's... I think that's the one thing they're missing with this so far. And, like, honestly, like... It's kind of nice to see that John Favreau is a little human when it comes to Star Wars shit. <laughs> like, uh, not everything, not everything he does is fucking perfect. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, like he said eh, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's nice to see. Um,
1: yeah, I just I just found this note here. Yep. Yeah. that apparently for the the last three episodes, uh, you have John Favreau, Bryce Dallas Howard, and. Dave Filoni, I don't, I think that's the name. Oh, can't
2: see. yeah. Okay, this is gonna be good. The, these apparently <laughs> the,
1: the 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 three directors from the final three episodes of B- of Book of Fat. Yeah. Okay.
0: Filoni's the guy who uh, I think was showrunner on, um, on Rebels and, and clone on Wars. Clone Wars. He's he's basically been like the new Lucas for the last, you know, he was, like he worked or with or so.
2: Lucas exclusively. Like he was kind of like the the chosen successor and then when disney took over and they didn't hand the reins to him a lot of like the star wars loyalists got really upset and like a lot of them are like well he should be running everything like ah maybe i don't know we'll see i mean feloni's got some good ideas but like i i think he knows what star wars is i think um favreau does as well and favreau has been showing that that he knows what star wars is um yeah. But again, like collaborative, you bring these guys together and great things happen. That's what happened in Mandalorian. Those three were like Bryce Alice Howard directed a couple of episodes of Mandalorian. Um, I think the other thing that you're missing with this, too, and I wonder if he's involved in any way, is mo- a lot of the good episodes not the good episodes. A lot of episodes that were directed and featuring Taika Watiti were really, really good, too, uh, of the Mandalorian. So I'm wondering yeah. if maybe he he's going to get involved in Book of Fed as well.
0: Yeah, I, 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 you're definitely right in terms of saying that this is this is more like a mafia movie. Yeah. Um, because it does it is it does have that feel. Um, but right now there isn't I don't for me at least there isn't really that same kind of element of danger. Yeah. Um, like the fourth episode does a good job of that. Um, and I I hope that maintains. But and again, like you said, for me right now it's not really appointment television. Like I'm not. I'm not bummed that there's a new episode, but I'm not like, oh shit, we gotta get on that right now. Like me and Katie watched the last two back to back because we had just had a backlog. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes, but like those are the issues I have with it so far.
2: Yeah. Agreed. I mean, I think we're on the same page for this. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. I'll watch it. I'll finish it, but I'm not like psyched about it. I mean, it's, it's not Mando, and maybe I'm a mark because with Mando, as soon as they we've started he- hearing more stuff with Baby Yoda, I was like, "Fuck, this is great, let's do it." Like, and and not only that too, man, they, they like tapped into my brain somehow. I don't know how they did it, but when everybody was like, "Oh my God, who's the Jedi that's gonna show up?" and I literally thought to myself, I was like, "There's no way they're gonna use Luke Skywalker. That would be too cool. I would." <laughs> that's what I want and they won't do it. it will be some other obscure Jedi, which will be cool, but it's not going to be Luke. And then it was Luke. And I was just like, this is great. Whatever you have a picture of Luke Skywalker and baby Yoda and Grogu, I don't fucking bring it to me now. I need it. Like (laughs) that, that's, there's a, there's a YouTube video. MC, you talked about how you've seen the uh, Moon Knight trailer, like 85 times. There's a YouTube video where somebody took that entire scene of Luke, just kicking ass of all of those dark troopers and they like did it to like the Skywalker theme, basically. I've watched that a million times. Like just watching him just kick everyone, kick, kick every single one of those robots asses and then just show up. Yeah, I've watched that at least, at least like three dozen times.
0: I thought you were gonna say the
2: uh, the footage set to uh, uh, I need a hero. Well, now I need to go watch that.
0: <laughs> oh, you haven't seen that? <laughs> no, I haven't seen that one.
2: Let me find that one real quick. Um, but yeah, we'll go ahead and wrap up. Uh, we went a little over, but that's okay. This is all for you, folks. We appreciate you. We hope that you continue to enjoy listening to our wonderful and fantastic podcasts. Next week, we'll have a couple of really cool things happening. Uh, we're going to be doing a Trek Talk again next week. Uh, so it'll be myself. It'll be Mariah. It'll be uh, BJ Robinson. Uh, we're also going to hopefully have uh, Miss J. Dilla joining us uh, on the podcast as well. She has uh, spoken her interest into existence uh, for being on the show. So we'll have her and talk all sorts of fun, geeky, pop culture y things with her. But for all of us here at the Great Geek Refuge, again, thank you very much for your patronage. We appreciate you. Uh, and together, there are no heights that we can't reach. Mm-hmm